All right, we're live. It's definitely one of those nights. It's one of those nights. Discord has been doing some funky stuff just to pull the curtain back a little bit, but we're here. John was. Yeah, so we'll see how this uh, how this episode goes. Should be fine for the audio people unless we get too out of sync, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, for sure. So I was Paul, gone last back. week. Um, I was at my parents' house and it was you two. And now from what I'm to understand, John's gone this week for PAX and you're gone next week. So there's going to be this weird like two man rodeo going on for a while. That's yeah. right. And two weeks ago, I was gone. So it'll be, that's like four episodes in a row where we'll be down a host. Weird. Five if you include <laughs> Patreon. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so next week I won't be here. I will be the time of the recording in Germany, somewhere in Germany, I believe. Yeah. Where are you going in Germany again? You're going to like not Berlin, the other one, Frankfurt, right? I want to Frankfurt. That's the that's the big city. We're only going there for like a day or so. The majority of our Germany time is spent uh, in this region called the Black Forest, which is south of Frankfurt, and it, it's along the west border of Germany that that touches on uh, France. So we're going to go to a bunch of like kind of small towns in there, and there's like castles and stuff to see and whatnot. Cool. So yeah, we're no, renting a car. Be It'll be a lot of road tripping around and driving to these small towns. Should be great. That should be fun for sure. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Haven't done a big, big trip since Peru, like, like two years were, ago or whatever that was. You were in Peru or whatever, right? Was it Peru? Yeah, I did Machu Picchu. Yeah, Machu Picchu, yeah. And that was two or three years ago or whatever it was, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I leave uh, s- Saturday uh, evening. Okay. I have a direct flight, which is really nice. Oh it's man, Discord is still taking a major shit. I missed exactly oh, what you said after I leave. <laughs> Damn. This is uh, this is going to be one of those times, I think. Yeah, Discord just dropped for me and came back as well. Great. Um I guess we'll see how this goes. Yeah, I, I keep seeing it keeps moving our region. That one that I, cha- region I changed US, it that so. time. I forced it because it was bad. Okay. <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't pull us back because we've tried forcing it. Yeah. And it just it pulled us right back to West. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Anyways, like I was saying, uh, I go, I have a direct flight, mm-hmm. which I'm, which is pretty awesome. Um, especially because I have a direct flight out of Oakland, which is the closer airport. Usually, if I'm doing any kind of big trips, I have to go all the way to San Francisco's airport, which is actually not in San Francisco. It's it's pretty far for me. Sure. Yeah. Um, they don't give you food on this flight. Oh man. Do you get to choose ahead of time when you book your ticket what you want? I I, I no, I don't get to pick food. There's no oh, food. Oh, you don't Oh, you said no food. Again, it's cutting out no food. so bad that I'm getting every yeah. second word. So. All right. No, it's a uh, Yeah, they they give us no food, which is probably part of the reason why the tickets were so cheap. Sure. Um, but you know, I'm not I'm not complaining for cheap tickets. I'll just go to like Subway beforehand yeah. and get like three sandwiches yeah. and bring them on the plane. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's I'm excited and looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be good. Uh, so yeah, John's not here. John's at PAX. Yep. I would plug his panel, but I don't remember what it, when it is. It's the first. It's tomorrow. It's the first day. It's Friday. Friday. Okay. 
Uh, and I do remember him saying he's only doing the panel and that's it. There's no other obligations. Yeah, that's why he's kind of, I think, excited. He said it's going to be weird. I know that for sure. Because he's used to the panel being like either in the middle or closer to the end. So he gets to stress about it the whole time. But this time he just like gets it done and then is able to just hang out, which is kind of nice. Yeah, maybe he'll play some like some new games that he doesn't own. Well, let's let's not get crazy now. <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, no, for sure. You're totally right. About let's that. not get crazy. I think I specifically remember him saying as soon as the panel's done, you'll find me the rest of the weekend in the uh old game room or whatever like okay i don't even get it like he (laughs) probably owns whatever game he's about to play i guess that's the fun part is just i get to play it with a bunch of other people this time (laughs) it must be yeah the the cooperative nature of it for sure yeah and hey he obviously can do whatever he wants packs as many conventions are many things to many people so sure yeah that's the joy of them for sure i was gonna ask you have you seen the show the boys yet Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that as well. I watched it when it came out. Okay, yeah. We, we haven't actually seen each other for a while, so I was going to ask sure, you. Sure, yeah. Uh, you seem extremely into it. It's good. I really, really like it. Especially yeah, because I, uh, they did their own take on it and didn't just follow kind of like the dumb plot points of the comic. They just kind of like did you read the comic? a bunch of the stuff together. Did you read the comic? Uh, you cut out again. What was that? <laughs> Did you read the comic? I read some of them. Yeah, there's I have issues oh, okay. with it. <laughs> All right. I had, I had no connection to it. I did not read the comic, um, but I thought the show was fine. I wasn't like super into it, okay. um, but like it was keeping my attention and, and it, you know, it kept me hooked the whole way. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I'll watch season two. Sure. Yeah. Everybody in that show is hateable, basically. And I could see how that could be draining. The- the Homelander guy, he has a real like he has a he's a very good mm-hmm. punchable face. Mm-hmm. He does a good job of that. I th- I understand it's like a New Zealand actor. I, I don't I haven't seen him anywhere before, but he does a good he has a good punchable face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. There's a bunch of them that is just like, God, I fucking hate that person <laughs> so much. Like I know they're obviously playing characters, but some of them are just like the absolute worst and all the superheroes are like the absolute worst for sure too yeah yeah no it's good um i'll watch more of it i i told my girlfriend i recommended it to her and then she also like fell in love with it so everyone seems to be way into it more than i am but i I do still like it i will watch more of it yeah yeah no it's fun i like it quite a bit um all right, I have, I have a quick game-related anecdote before we get into the show. Okay. I went through the whole process of uh, the Joy-Con repair. Oh, no. Okay, how did that go? Yeah, so to, 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 to preface it, I got the Joy-Con drift real bad out of nowhere. Yeah. It may have been when I when I kind of fumbled and dropped my Switch on the table, mm-hmm. but it was such a small fall, I can't, I can't assume that really would have done anything. Anyway got it real bad so i sent it in um or i just like i called them up and they just like they just they just said like yeah no, no problem we'll send you the box i got it like a week and a half later didn't have to pay anything didn't have to do anything it was super easy so yeah came out on the other side just wanting to say like yeah that that process just totally works if you got the drift it is just easy like you can just do it 
obviously I'm in the States, so it might be easier for me than it. Like if you were to do it, sure. possibly, I don't know nintendo's turnaround or or what their policy is up there or if there's like um, some weird customs issue or something yeah there might be some weird right. things. i mean nintendo about. of canada exists so i would assume they could handle it but i don't know for sure mm-hmm. but the nintendo of america they just yeah easy easy peasy so that's yeah. cool we need to like we need to like like a drinking game every time discord changes our region i'm or, almost or wondering if we should again. just go video list see if that helps because you're cutting out so much it's hard to have a conversation which is kind of the point of a podcast oh man okay yeah we could try it i don't know that it'll necessarily help but who knows we'll see so just turn our video off i don't even know how to do this honestly i've never had to turn i guess just like this and then just like this okay yeah you sound fine now okay on my end you sound fine the whole time but I guess I was getting lucky. Weird. All right. Sorry, video listeners. It's going to be a boring it's show. It's going to be a weird one. Um, yep. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's just keep going. Let's do the show this time. The full one. This is the top down perspective for August 29th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm, I'm guessing you want me to say my name, but it cut out again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It didn't fix anything. <laughs> it didn't fix anything. <laughs> oh man, this is how you know this is going to be a good show. One of the guests or one of the hosts is gone, and the other two have nothing but issues with their service provider <laughs> to do it. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, we could like switch to Skype, but that'll ruin the video archive, right? Uh, that'll ruin everything yeah yeah that's that's no good time to revive that skype sponsor exactly <laughs> call them up and just be like baby i'm sorry take me back well uh I, I, like how bad is it on your end you're the one getting the bad stuff so i mean if you want you can stream it and then well, I just won't have video or whatever, or I'll send you video. Um, what do you like me stream it out to Twitch? You're saying? Yeah, because you were saying you were seeing me fine, right? I mean, it is still doing the drop a bit, oh. but I don't. The drop is really what I'm like more concerned not... about because every like time you say two things, it cuts you off completely with what you're talking about. Oh man. That, yeah, that, and like, that'll still ruin the conversation. Yeah. We could just do audio mm-hmm. only through Skype or something. Yeah, why don't why don't we why don't we pause and come back on Skype and see if that does any better? Yeah. And uh and I'll figure out what I want to do about the video archive. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And then the audio one should be shouldn't be too bad. Right, exactly. All right, but let's pause for a bit. Let's uh let's let's stop. Yep. All right, chat, we'll be back. All right, I'm recording. All right, we should be live. Before we start talking, I want the chat to tell us that we're live because there's been nothing but issues, and I want to make sure that... <laughs> it's I mean, I don't, I don't know who's still in the chat at the moment. <laughs> I think everyone left. <laughs> um, I don't blame them. 
It looks like we're live. Actually, I'm, I'm watching it. Yeah, it looks like we're live. Perfect. All right. Okay. So. Or that's the archive. I don't know, man. How do I? <laughs> wait. Wait, are we live? Yeah, I think we're live. Welcome back to Skype, motherfuckers. Check out what I can do. Have a heart. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think we're live. I Yeah, anyway. All Sean, right. you know how that um, makes me feel, being live with you? It makes me feel like this. Okay. Well, yeah. Magic of Skype. I'm going to turn. I'm going to make my background blurry. <laughs> I love that sometimes it just doesn't see so, Like you. it just grabs my face. Yeah. I, I got to do this. Why? Like, I, I guess it must be the microphone that's throwing it off, right? Yeah. There we go. Blurry backgrounds. It looks so bad. It looks so bad. Oh, my God. I love what, it. Skype, what have they done to you? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Um. Yeah, this episode will be weird. I'm. Gonna, I'll try and fix some of it in post, but just know it's it's a weird episode. So, anyways, clean start. Here we go. Top down perspective. August 29th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. All right. Paul's not. Or John's not here. <laughs> um. But Paul, you've been gone for a bit. So why don't you tell us what you've been playing? I have been gone. Um. The only so the only thing I played last week. All of my gaming has been this week when I got back home. Basically. Last week when I was gone, I played PictoQuest, The Cursed Grid. It was that uh, game that you recommended to John and I. John was playing it last week. Okay, yeah. So I beat it because it's short. And um, <laughs> the blur is so good. Sorry. Um, PictoQuest is a weird video game because here's the thing. I like to just set up P-Cross and then just be like, oh, this is nice and relaxing. PictoQuest is like, nah, fuck that. You have enemies attacking you. So, like, to stop them from attacking you, you have to, like, they have, like, an attack bar that goes up, like, in, um, like, what the hell is that called in, uh, like, just a bar that, like, when it fills up, they give you an attack or whatever. And the attack can miss or it can crit. Uh, as you go through the game, it generally doesn't miss anymore. Uh, so it becomes a little bit harder or whatever. And, like, they'll start throwing multiple enemies at you that you, like, should rotate between so you don't get hit as much. And uh, basically what I'm getting at is that this P-Cross is not as, like, chilled out as P-Cross usually is because there's a time, like, incentive to, like, hurry up. Because the way you stop the attack bar from going up is you do a line. And when the line um, is full, it, like hits the enemy doing health damage to them, but also stunting their attack thing, like stunning them for a moment. So this was John's problem with it is he was also like, I go to Picross to chill out and relax. Okay. This is, this is not that. Okay, sure. Um, this is why I beat it because I felt an incentive to consistently just keep going and not putting it down for a little bit to like do other stuff. So I would start a puzzle and I would just be like, all right, let's go. Let's go. Let's get this puzzle done. And like I went sometimes I'll dawdle if I'm doing P-Cross. Like I'll do a couple lines and just be like, you know what? I could go for some water now. And then I'll like put down my uh, switch, go get some water, come back and uh, just like kind of dawdle or like watch a video while sure. playing P-Cross. Do a line and like look up and just see what's going on and go back. This game, I'm just like concentrating on it. Like, all right, let's go. Let's go, especially later on when you have three enemies like attacking you and switch. So this game is easy mode. It's like for kids. So you don't have to be really good at it. But I didn't. I tried playing through the game without taking any hits at all. 
So I was stressing oh, wow. okay. about it the whole time, making sure that I was rotating between all enemies to like stop their attack bar from filling up. And yeah, it became a little bit stressful, but it was kind of fun. Like it's kind of fun to play a P cross game like that. Is it too easy? Was there like difficulty options you could have made it harder? Uh, there's no difficulty all options from what I can tell. It was very easy. The hardest puzzle is a 20 by 20 for the final boss, I think. And like 20 by 20 is not that bad. Uh, It stays at like 10 by 10 or 10 by 15 for a long time. So that's probably about like as hard as it gets. So if you find like 10 by 10s or 10 by 15s a little bit on the harder side, this would be hard for you. But I think most people that play Picross games a lot are that's standard. So I would say it feels okay. And and my other question was. So this is kind of Pacross with like some progression and kind of a story mode to it. How does it compare to that other Pacross one that had a story mode, the anime thing? Um, This has less of a story and more like an overworld where you go to another stage is another puzzle. And like there will be like a mwahahaha, I am the evil goblin king or whatever. And your character will be like, well, you're going down. And then it starts the like and the puzzle. Then you across. Yeah, there's less of like an actual story going on. The story is, is that you're fighting evil in this land. So like it's not crazy intense. And it's just kind of like kitty and silly for the most part. Where the other one seems to have characters. The other one definitely seems like it's made for people that know this anime and know like the characters and story because they're like it's making callbacks and stuff to stuff i don't know what the fuck they're talking about and like it's obvious that like these people probably have a relationship so what i'm getting is picto quest is for babies and anime pacross is for elegant gentlemen who love art scholars yeah yeah okay Mm -hmm. all right if you had to recommend one PictoQuest was way funner. The puzzles okay. were just just felt like they flowed better. Like even though the ceiling isn't ever very high, it gets to that ceiling like very gradually and it feels like you're earning more difficult puzzles as you go. Whereas PictoQuest is just kind of like whatever, just do these puzzles I guess to unlock more puzzles about this anime you watch. Like it seems it doesn't seem like there's any progression. It's just kind of do the puzzles to unlock the character art. And that's okay. like less intriguing to me as somebody who's never seen or has any care about that anime. So you'd recommend PictoQuest over anime Picross. Yeah. Would you recommend it over 3D Picross 2? No. So 3D Picross 2 is still the best Picross. You've heard it here. Yeah. First definitive Picross. All right. Still the reigning champ. Still the can't, reigning champ. Can't dethrone it. Good there. to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's another Picross game, but with more of an incentive to, like, actually finish the puzzle rather than put it down and, like, dawdle, which is kind of neat. Um, moving on, I came home, and then I'm on this kick right now. I think I mentioned it. I definitely mentioned it when I was doing the show with John, and maybe, like, before that, where I'm going through my backlog of games I started uh, playing on stream, and I'm finishing them on stream, so part of that incentive or part of that initiative started with Devil May Cry 5. So I finished off Devil May Cry 5. Um, okay. That last like fight's pretty fun with like the music and everything. That last fight's pretty fun. I and, just um, really like how Is it Nero? What 
Yeah. Nero's the kid, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he get he gets pretty cool. Like, yep. and yeah, that that was fun. I enjoyed the ending quite a bit. I did too. Uh, and I like just how it ended with the two characters always fighting forever. That's just the way. That's how they live. Right. I mean, that, and that's been the entire series, right? So. Yeah. So it's good. It's a good time. Um, that is that reminded me of Return of the King, Lord of the Rings movie, because it felt like there oh. was like ten endings. And it just like added a new scene every time. It was good. That ending is okay, great. I could see that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's uh, that game is something else for sure. And I'm glad I powered through that. Uh, I guess in like the next in line is I was going to go back to Darksiders three. Darksiders three isn't recognizing my controller and I'm not going to play that game with keyboard and mouse. So until I get that fixed, I've been went back to pray to finish D- off prey darksiders 3 before you before you move on is yeah. a ps plus game next month uh, yeah so i'm probably gonna play that okay because i've been thinking i should pick this up i should pick this up and yeah. free is a pretty good price free is a very I good i cannot remember the last time i played a playstation plus game yeah i was a little bit bummed because i'm on like chapter 10 or whatever of that and i like kind of looked up to see how far like how many chapters there are in D- darksiders 3 and I think I found out I'm like about four or five from the very end, maybe at the most. So I was bummed out that I couldn't just like pick that one up and finish it off over the weekend. But could I, you like, not just like plug a different controller in? Uh, I could try with some different ones I have here. I was just kind of like having nothing to do with it. And then I was like, you know what? I need to finish Prey as well. OK. And I have Prey installed right now. So like, let's go. And I picked right. that game back up. Um, it took a little bit to get back into the swing of things because that game is way different than just like an action, like hit the button and swing a sword thing. There's like story going on and character names you don't remember. And like, I forgot sure. where I was in the story, but luckily enough, it has kind of the like Elder Scrolls Bethesda thing of like having a little compass on like making marks on what story quests you want to follow and then. You just go towards it and you're able to get back in pretty quick. And it was pretty business as usual after about an hour of just kind of like getting used to how that game plays again. That game's still fun. And there's aliens that are wanting to kill me and I am trying to kill them back first. Any interest in playing the DLC that came out since? That's that's one of the big things I want to finish the story off for to like catch up on all of it. Yeah, I definitely am excited for that. So those were kind of like that initiative. And then a friend of mine finally bought Ashen. And I was like, I've been wanting to play this with somebody for fucking ever. So we played a few hours, like five hours of Ashen over the weekend as well. I co-opted the hell out of this game over the Christmas break when it came to Xbox Game Pass out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a cool game. It's very fun. The only problem we're having is that there's issues connecting to each other on PC, and I don't know why that is. We we had some weird connecting issues as well, mm-hmm. just in terms of like, like we couldn't have like enemies in the area and stuff. Right. There was just some, and like the way you do it is you have to like go to a shrine, you have to both be at the shrine, and then you can like call out to one another, and yeah. then they'll kind, and then they'll just basically take over the, the co-op NPC. companion you have yeah and that's yeah. kind of a bummer in its own because i kind of want to see this character he created but like whatever i guess 
Oh, you mean like what they're wearing and stuff? Yeah, because instead all you see is Jokel, I think is his name, the NPC. Well, it's whatever character that you're currently doing the mission with. Right, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I definitely do know what you mean. You'll get to see like what weapon they have, and I think yeah. maybe the headdress changes. Oh, like okay. Head, whatever their head thing is. Sure. Um, yeah, I do, I do know what you mean. At some point, though, they're going to look exactly like you because there's only so many items in that game you're going to end up having kind of the same stuff. Like it's like, Hey, do you have the top tier, you know, armor now? Okay. Well, it's the exact same as mine. It's not a loot game. No. And, um, it's not even an RPG game because you don't really allocate any stat points or anything like that. It kind of just like increases your prowess or what, like it's more based around what items you're using and what like buffs and stuff they give you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of like, what things you have equipped, which things are useful. And and there's like, if I remember like talismans was a big yeah. one, which talisman are you using? Yeah. And even then, like after we were playing with each other so much, it was like, Oh, well we're going to have the same talismans because yep. these are just the good ones. Yep. That's so, exactly uh, uh, what we're finding out too. I remember thinking the game didn't look that great. Okay. But the, it had awesome voice acting. That's what de- we are definitely seen too. I didn't, I don't love how it looks. Uh, like, I think it looks fine before. It's just, I, yeah, it's just kind of plain. It's plain. Like, there's just nothing like special, really. Yeah, it looks like Absolver. And I didn't wasn't mm-hmm. a fan of how that looked. Uh, sure. I think this game would have been maybe like then again, we haven't seen very far into it yet. Uh, more bright colors and like some like brighter areas might change how I feel about the art style currently. You'll you'll get to some. Yeah. In, like this later half of the game, you'll get to like a lot of like reds and yellows because you, okay. you come to like kind of a uh like moroccan town okay or i guess the ruins of a moroccan town so there will be some more colors for sure right um because right now you're just like in a forest we're in then, like a rocky like grotto forest area and then like a ruins with like a bunch of sand or something blowing around or fog or something yeah and yeah. then after that you kind of go to like a snowy area I could see a snowy area being cool looking, actually. Yeah, there's a snowy one. Then there's um like a uh, like an ocean side kind of ruins as well a bit. Right. Um, okay. Anyway, yeah, it it goes to some places. It's a cool. It's a cool game. I will say good. the uh, I think it's like the third dungeon. Uh huh. Is just bloody hard out of nowhere. Like it's, it, it's so there are weird difficulty spikes in that game. So. I remember you specific one of the things that turned me off a little bit. I remember you saying it seems like an easy souls game. This this isn't an easy game. It isn't. <laughs> oh, we're no. Yeah, we we were actually doing like we were flying through a lot of the stuff. Uh, and then, like I said, there's just weird difficulty spikes that would show up every now and then. Uh-huh. But in, but only really that like third dungeon was okay. the only one that we were just like beating our heads against. The dogs are the worst enemy in the fucking game because you swing at them. They back off and then they lunge at you and do half of your health and damage. They're the fucking worst. And like, I was just like, how is this easy? The dog that can attack three times in a row do half my health in one. Uh, hit. Yeah, I don't I don't remember ha- coming like having any enemies stand out to be that hard. What's a what, what kind of weapon build are you going with uh, right now? My single hander is a double oh, are, you, are you like switching between stuff yeah i'm switching between them depending on okay. how i feel at the time yeah i was primarily going one-handed like a uh, club and shield okay 
And yeah. my part, my teammate was going um, like heavy axe. Yeah, I'm using whatever. So for the fast enemies, I've been using the um, one hander because the dodging doesn't feel great to me in this game. And it fe- it feels like it's a little bit better to block some of the faster attacks and then retaliate quick. Otherwise, they get out of the way. And then for the bigger enemies, I am using a double handed like mace type thing. Yeah, like, I think you're going to have to start dodging. I, yeah. I definitely remember dodging a lot in that game. I just don't think the dodge feels good, though. There's something off about it. I don't like. And also, you're going to have to uh, you're going to have to definitely play one headed sometimes because a lot of the caves are like pitch black and you yeah, need to hold the lantern. lantern at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's neat, though. I like that quite a bit. Yep. And then you have like things, artifacts or whatever for your talisman that can increase the amount of damage you do with weapons while holding a lantern and like little things like that so you can kind of like make a build as it were to be better in the dark and i think that game is real cool it does some real cool things it does feel like it is a souls-like game for sure in many ways but done by a smaller team or something or maybe a little less experienced team everything feels a little bit off from what i'm used to but everything feels good enough to like not be hindered by it and i kind of like that world so far so i'm into it the co-op part is really dope too. Yeah, that's kind of what that's basically the only reason that I stuck with it for so long. Sure. Um I played Gears Pop because I was actually excited for that. I didn't remember until you I saw it on your list and I was like, "Oh, I played that too." So let's talk about Gears Pop for a minute. Right. And I and I kind of said this last week I was not going to play Gears Pop oh. cuz I don't care about Kingdom Rush. Oh, you mean Clash Royale. See, I love Clash Royale. It's one of my favorite mobile games. Okay, yeah, I don't care too much for it. Um, Uh But then I found out there's a full thousand achievement points in Gears Pop, and I was like, well, okay, I'll play some Gears Pop. There's also a a horde mode that I haven't tried yet. I also have not tried that yet. There's a co-op horde mode, which I'm a little interested in. I was hoping maybe you could tell me about it. Damn. Okay. I haven't yet. Maybe we should try that sometime this week, get together. Uh, not maybe not this week maybe before the weekend yes okay oh <laughs> you're leaving. leaving yeah um or when you get yeah i mean it's it is uh you know clash royale yeah. with a gear skin um it's actually a little we, more streamlined i think even it feels a little easier which is nice there maybe okay. that's just because there isn't like the amount of garbage that clash royale eventually added yes okay yeah i mean i didn't i didn't stick with clash royale for very long at all um i guess what's unique with this one is like they do try and put the cover mechanic in there yeah um which is fine it just basically means some of the of your units will like hold cover and if you like which is the equivalent of capturing different points so that you can uh, you know summon your characters closer to them yeah um but you also are protected from enemy fire when they are in cover so if you're in a firefight positioning your units behind cover that use cover will actually be advantageous <clears throat> um yeah i don't know i i i made it to like my ranks like 400 ish four or 500 i can't remember and i'm i'm, I'm just kind of i'm kind of done with it i, I, I got my oh, fill really? i like I it quite li- a bit actually i got like two or three hundred achievement points okay i'm good okay fair enough um it's a, a- it's one of those things that if I was working full time at my old office job where I was sitting around for hours a lot of times waiting for the next thing to do, this would have been perfect for that. 
but like I have so many other things that I can play on the all the time. Like I have the Switch now too, so that like I can play stuff on my Switch. So there's more options for mobile users than ever before. So something like this is a little harder for me to really get into, but every time I do remember it exists, I have fun for like about an hour or so in it. So it's fine. My my problem with the Clash Royale games is I fail to see like a much of a of a level of strategy involved. Mm-hmm. There there are some stuff, and I was going through some of the um. It's actually more luck depending on what you got from the gotcha pawn elements. If you just have I mean, a better that, item, that, then yeah. And and what's weird on this one is you can like upgrade your units by because yeah. it is a gotcha game. Yep. Um, which would imply there is a pay to win model. Yep. But at the same time, you are ranked. So, you know, the people who do or who are paying to win, they will outrank you pretty fast. So you shouldn't have to deal with them on a regular basis. You should be playing against people who are who have put in a similar amount of time or money yep. that you have. Um, but anyway, my main point with the strategy, I was going through some of the. Um, what are they called? Like the battle challenges. OK, They're like the offline kind of ones. Mm-hmm. And they do tell you some strategy, like. If you put like a really big berserker down with some people behind it, everyone will shoot the berserker while you guys can shoot like that. That is a strategic play. Yeah, that's like the only one I've run into for the most part. Just mash enemies as much as you can. Mm -hmm. And whoever and it's like a game of tug of war, like it's a battle of attrition until the timer runs out. And more and more of my games are just stalemates until one of us squeaks by just a little bit and we get one point. Like I'd say most of my matches have been one, nothing as opposed to like the two, one, three, nothing that, that they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that part, that part just kind of makes the game like pretty dry for me and why I'm so easy to just like, I don't do, I want to load this up again. Like, cause there's nothing really pulling me into it. It's like the gameplay is it just kind of monotonous. Okay, sure. Uh, which is, which is a bummer, but that's just, that's the genre of whatever the clash royale genre is. Yeah. Yeah. What's that genre even called? Like a single lane battler or something? Single lane strategy. It's like a, it's like a competitive tower defense. It's kind of like, um, that, oh my God, I can't remember the name of it. The command and conquer, like assault something or whatever. Well, I mean, that was the exact same thing. It's yeah. the same idea. I, yeah, I, I still think I think it's like a competitive tower defense game. But at least that one, I guess, had like little notes you could capture to like. make. Well, so does this. It has the the cover it, points. Well, it has the like line that you like push up the like that you can go back and forth. It's, this is more simple than the other one. But yeah, it has kind of the same mechanic idea anyway. Right. But you're going to keep playing it. I mean, it's on my phone, so as long as it's there, yeah. As long as I remember it exists, frankly, yeah. Right on. Right on. Yeah. I also don't like the way Funko Pops look. Oh, so okay. every time I get, like, a box and it's like, well, we're opening this new Funko, I'm just like, fuck off. See, I like Funko Pops except for any humanoid ones. Like, the Funko Pops I like are the ones that are, like, I have, like, a Resident Evil Hunter back here, which is like an alien looking like monster thing. The ones I don't like are the ones that are just humans with different clothing because they all look the exact same. They all have the same head. Yeah. 
So I like the weirder looking ones, but yeah. I and then that's okay. the problem with Gears of War is that they're all human dudes. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah. Um, I jumped into World of Warcraft Classic. To okay, I heard that was difficult to get in. Uh, I played at about three in the morning because I had been doing other stuff, so it wasn't too bad when I was playing. Uh, it didn't take any time for me actually to log in at all. It was kind of. Oh, I've been hearing like population. really long like queue lines. I'm sure during the day, yeah. There's. I don't want to play that during the day. I just wanted to like get a little bit in to see how that felt again. And yeah, I just ended up speaking about the good old days of WoW with a, a buddy while we were just leveling up and doing random shit for a bunch of hours, and then turned it off. And I don't know that I'll go back. So we'll see, see okay. what happens. Yeah. Was it nostalgic? Yep. It was for okay. sure. Cool. Yeah. That's cool that it's like, you know, kind of free. Kind if, of. If you if you're already into WoW. Mm-hmm. It's it's a weird thing they did. Yep. It is a weird thing. <clears throat> it's kind of weird how long it took them to do for how shitty this launch apparently went. Like it's so true to the nature of like everybody's trying to get in and people are mad about this and like it's the launch experience. But they've gone through well, that launch experience. I bet they had experience. a lot more people than they expected, right? Because I bet they were but getting. How? <laughs> is the again, I bet, I bet they were getting like a ton of people that were like, oh, I dipped out of WoW six years ago. Yeah. But like me and my buddies were getting we're the crew together. In. Yeah. We're going to jump back in and it's going to look like balls and it's going to be just like what we thought, remember. And they're told and like there was totally that we were me and um, I mean, it was I'm 3D Homer and chat me and hank were chilling out like just doing some quests and then we just see like a group of like a few gnomes like a dwarf a bunch of humans like all together just like running in a straight line down the road it's like see the crews they got their crew together to do some quests in the forest here and yeah like i bet it was um i bet it was very similar to pokemon go yeah. Where it's like, this is extremely nostalgic. Yeah. And I'm sure they had contingency plans because, you know, every developer does. And Blizzard they is, did. Up the, is the top. But I bet it hit out like a spike they were not expecting, much like Pokemon Go. Like, I still remember the, that, like, spreadsheet at, like, a GDC talk from Pokemon Go. It's like, you know, here's kind of like what we expected. Here's what our contingency plan was. And it was 15 times that. Yeah. Like, it was absurd. Like, I bet they just got caught off guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was fun to get back into it. It's weird because I've been playing that game for a long time and it was weird to go back to every time I leveled up in classic, it felt like it was a big deal and it doesn't feel like it's a big deal in new wow at all. And I don't know if that's like a weird jaded thing that's happening or if it's just that it's just easier to level up now. And it felt like more impressive because we only got to level 10 after like six to eight hours of playing which is like crazy um, in classic. And every time we leveled up, we got a whole bunch. I was excited to run back to my trainer and see what new skills I would get. And like what um, I could level up in my like different uh, professions and stuff. And it was always a big, exciting thing when I leveled up in classic, which doesn't happen in newer. Wow. You don't get anything until every five levels. And then it's something that's like, your whatever does like 10% more damage or whatever. It's like big fucking deal. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird going back to a time where it actually felt like an RPG and not this big, like money making story game that like 
They want people to not really necessarily have to play with each other, but could if they wanted to. Like newer WoW feels more like a weird glorified single player game that you could jump in with randos into dungeons every now and then. Where old WoW definitely feels like there are thousands of people hanging out in this world doing different stuff. And like if you want to kill this one monster, you might have to get in line or something or be that asshole that like attacks it first and then takes the kill from a bunch of other people that were waiting first and then people start talking bad about you like it's the old mmo experience and it's kind of neat to have that again that being said it's also an old experience that is like for a time when i was in college and didn't have adult life to worry about and it could sit around for eight hours every day to do that (laughs) but yeah that's why it's hard to go back to i think Right. Yeah. I've definitely heard a, f- a few people like kind of online saying like, I have like, I, w- I was, I, this game ruined my life. Yeah. I don't know if I, if like, I could slip back into that. I don't want that to happen. I could definitely feel that if I pushed a little bit more and if I played a little more regularly after like a week of playing semi regularly, it would hook me again. 100%. So I'm wondering like, like who, who is this for? Is it just for, the nostalgia people who already played it or is anyone new playing this? it's totally both yeah for sure and like if you're if you are a new player and you're playing this you hate it i'm sure of it no just, well i'm asking like why like why did you come to this and not like just start playing wow so if i would and an- if i was a new player i think i would answer the way i kind of do whenever i go back and play an old version of a game um it's just to see the history behind it i think for some people like it would be for me, for example, like um, I'm trying to think it's like the idea of like, I want to play the new God of War. So I'm going to like revisit one, two or three or whatever I have available and just see how this game kind of was. I think for some people, there might be a little bit of that. They just kind of are curious, especially if they're already playing new. Wow. Then it's like, well, this is free, right? I just have to download it. It's only like two gigs or whatever. Right. Yeah, I'm just curious if like if there's anyone that's like hasn't played either of them ever, but it's, they it's decided so to pick this up. It would be weird for sure. I'd have to assume they're coming from a, a position of like everyone talks about WoW. Yeah, and this obviously kind of started it. It's not the very beginning, but it's close to the beginning. Yeah, uh, I just kind of wanted to see what that was like. Yep, it, or they have know, buddies that are into it and want are like I'm gonna like revisit my childhood essentially why don't you like hang out and we'll chat and like play and whatever like i could see little things like that but i don't know who you are when you're in 2019 saying i want to get into an mmo and choose classic wow either it's kind of weird yeah yeah like i'm wondering if that person exists i don't think so because i think most people already chose final fantasy 14 if they're gonna do an mmo (laughs) right yeah that does seem to be the big popular one right now so other than that I mean, the big thing I want to talk about, but it's going to be hard to talk about without spoiling a lot of, like, cool shit, is Control came out, and it's so good. It won't be hard to to talk around spoilers. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, so, I, yeah, um, Control. Mm-hmm. I have also played Control. In fact, I played through all of Control. I have been Game playing Spot it for two it. weeks, though. I've had two I've been days. playing it, yes. <laughs> well, I don't know about two weeks. I've been playing it for, like, a, a solid, like, week and a half or so. Okay, um, yeah. Because yes, I was helping GameSpot cover it, so I got to, I got an early copy of it. Mm-hmm. Um, without spoiling stuff, 
I don't think you finished it. Where are you in it? Um, the brother broke out of his prison. Okay. Okay. I would have said that's a bit of a spoiler, but anyway. Um, okay. Yeah. So you probably have about, about I'd say you're over half. Mm hmm. You'd probably okay. have like a third. I mean, whatever. I'll tell you where I'm at right now. I'm doing a whole bunch of side quests that seem to be boss fights. <laughs> Which are awesome, they're, by the way. They're so cool! Oh my god. Yeah. I, so I'm mad that control. we're doing this podcast because I want to play right now. <laughs> control is the latest game from Remedy, who did Quantum Break most recently, and then before that they did Alan Wake. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of the Alan Wake games. Yeah. Um absolutely loved it a lot of people are not a huge fan of quantum break i'm a little warmer on quantum break than it seems like most people are okay um but i do definitely think this is a kind of return to the highs of remedy um i i feel like i I would agree that quantum break lost something that alan wake had and a lot of that is kind of the atmosphere and the mood and like the weird creepiness that's going on sure um quantum break kind of got rid of that focused more on the gunplay and stuff and then control kind of takes the best of both worlds and puts them together uh in this in this metroidvania it's this is basically metroid prime it's one of those it's a 3d metroidvania okay Uh, but a very like kind of like uh like a low level one you're not getting crate like you're there's not a ton of back traveling with new powers to like get across stuff, but there definitely is that you can go back to the beginning areas with, you know, the level six clearance and now you can go into different doors and stuff like that. Yeah. I, th- uh, I want to explain a little bit about what this game is without getting into story spoilers specifically, because nothing was explained to me and that's fun, but I want to try to sell this a little bit. So control is a game where you are in a federal bureau office that is in this weird, like interdimensional like thing that's going there. Okay. Think paranormal stuff. Think SCP SCP stuff. Like think like a government office or whatever that holds weird, dangerous creatures for experimentation or quarantine or whatever, like SCP type stories. That's what this game is. Themes in this game. Yeah. So, and then of course, there's Twin Peaks stuff in this. There's game. a there's a few Twin Peaks things in here for sure, um, and their their use of like objects of power and like their weird things that I love. I love every time I pick up a document in this game and just being like, "What did this weird object do to somebody in the real world?" <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a few things I want to say about that. Uh-huh. Like, um. So, yeah, you, you play as a girl named Jesse Faden who finds this weird building that can, you know, like Paul said, it can basically change. It's like trapped in several dimensions. So the the architecture changes and stuff like that. And everything's weird. And this building, it's called the oldest house. Yeah. It contains objects of power, which are just household objects that are imbued with some supernatural force. Mm-hmm. So they make something weird happen. And this this house, this bureau their job is to kind of collect these and and maintain them and study them. Yeah. But the whole game is about an evil force has come through some kind of dimension and taken over a lot of the people in there and a lot of these items. So you often end up fighting these items and it leads to what, like Paul was saying, a bunch of really interesting boss fights. Mm -hmm. Um, 
a lot of the side quests anyway as you're tracking down these items and, and trying to find people in the building and stuff like that. Referred to as the hiss for the, the hiss noise the emitting yeah. like yeah, parasite. Yeah, so that's one whatever. of the coolest things is the, the whole area, there's constantly people whispering. Yeah. Like it's super creepy, like think lost, just like the whispers. And there's also bodies floating everywhere. They're just there floating, yeah. constantly talking. Like there is so much like mood and tone mm-hmm. in this game. Like they, they brought it back from Alan Wake. It, they, they, it is so cool. It is such a spooky little place to be in. I will say it's not, it's not a scary game. Like no, I was able to play through it. It's not at all scary. It's about as scary as Alan Wake gets. Uh, I think Helen Wake is actually scarier still. I don't find this at all scary. But yeah. I I definitely, like, there is is an unsettling kind of creepy vibe to to control. There there is, I think, I think it does, like, rank somewhere on a scary meter, but it is no way high, I would say. Okay, fair enough. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, maybe Alan Wake is scarier. There's a lot of like you're in the dark and you're walking around with a flashlight. Um, so, yeah, it's been a while since I played Alan Wake. Sure. Um, but that's that's kind of the main thing is you're tracking down these weird items. You're tracking down these weird people uh, as you're kind of uncovering like what is going on in the world. And yes, like you said, I'm I'm typically not someone who reads a lot of the like little notes or audio logs I find. Sure. Just because there's usually a ton of them. I read every single one in this. They're all good. And they're all super yeah. good and they range from things just like you know scientists trying to explain the weird paranormal uh paranatural stuff um you know military people dealing with it uh to stuff like just like the book club that takes place in this building yeah and those are silly those are great but because the building also changes shifts or changes positions and whatnot There'll be posters on the wall of like, hey, is your meeting room not in the same place? Well, you still have to go to that meeting. Yeah. Because it's still a a government workplace at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, is your stapler like missing? Well, that maybe it's an object of power. Yeah. Like there's definitely like they're having as much fun of like, what if this actually existed? But it was someone's day job. Like, yeah, this is like Remedy's having a ton of fun with this. It, It is. It is such an interesting and fun game to go through down to the point where there's like some meeting rooms that literally have nothing for you to interact with in it. But like it's there because this is an office building. Like, why wouldn't there be a meeting room? Oh, for sure. <laughs> and actually, that that brings that, that makes a good transition into, I think, the powers. Um, yeah, because this game is kind of being uh drawing a lot of attention based on just kind of how well it looks and like the particles and like the physics you get to play around with. So first off you have a gun, the gun can change into different guns. Uh, It's not the most interesting thing. It's basically your gun can be a pistol. It can change into a, a, what looks like a pistol, but acts like a shotgun. What looks like a pistol, but acts like a machine gun. There's that. But then you also do have supernatural abilities. And the first one you get is like a telekinesis like grab and throw from a floppy disk i'll say from from a yeah like a haunted <laughs> floppy disk you get the ability to like mind control people i don't want to talk about some of the later game ones because they're pretty cool yeah um but the grab one i'm sure you've seen it's been in tons of trailers sure you can pick up almost any object and just whip it at enemies and the wall is, and ground th- that one of the coolest moments yeah. is when you're shooting your gun the gun 
reloads ammo on its own like it just recharges ammo yeah there'll be a there'll be a moment where you mash all your gun your bullets you've thrown everything that's near you but you still hit that like right bumper again and jesse will just rip a chunk of wall out and and then you can whip that there's always something you can grab because the game just makes something for you yeah so there's there is a good sense of joy of walking into like a room full of desks yeah and just smashing everything yeah i think um this can't be overstated enough there's a lot of video games where the powers feel ancillary to the gunplay because it's obvious that they definitely uh the developers like wanted you to use the gun and then the powers feel kind of shitty until they're upgraded and then they're kind of like end game like cool toys that you get right from the get-go your powers are fucking overpowered they are strong as hell and you will want to use them all the fucking time and that is so cool. That's so cool. I, yeah, I wouldn't say that you're overpowered. No, your powers are. You can right. die well, I'm just saying, easy. Like, <laughs> you can get, you can die pretty quick. There yeah. are some enemies that can mess you up. Um, yeah, I absolutely loved this game. I played it on PC, so it's an Epic Game Store exclusive. Yeah. So fuck those guys. Yeah. Um, uh huh. And my computer ran it. It ran it fine. Oh yeah, this is the other thing that has to be said. Um. It's very, very well optimized. It's extraordinarily well optimized. And the quality shifts between low, medium, high, and ultra are so minimal that it's almost like not even worth talking about. Um, And if you have a card that can do ray tracing, this fully supports ray tracing and it looks even better in that mode. So, yeah, I have heard um, on the uh, standard playstation 4 oh yeah and like like not the pro not the x yeah it's pretty rough i have heard this too so that's a bummer but uh i don't know what it's like on the upgraded ones obviously it'll be better yeah but something to keep in mind but yeah i just know the pc one that's what i was playing um i will also plug uh for GameSpot some coverage i was a part of a spoiler cast on this game uh, along with two other guys which will be coming out probably next week okay so if you want to hear kind of more of some of my in-depth thoughts you can check out a, a video that'll go up on GameSpot, and I think it'll be in their podcast feed. I'll, so, because they have a podcast now, cool. Um, Sounds good. But I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think we should talk too much more because I don't want to spoil it. Um, There's one more thing I do want to say is that okay. I thought that, like, I thought for sure to begin with, just from the little I saw of it before playing it, that this is a shooter, and the sh- I like that it's a shooter in the sense that you have a gun, but the shooting is just part of like the combat the combat is so nice of like gives you so many options of like running towards a guy with your shield up then putting your shield down shooting another guy grabbing like piece of the wall fucking whipping it at somebody and then like meleeing another dude you can do some like really cool stuff in the combat in this game and i absolutely love it yeah we're gonna have to talk offline because there's there's some things i want to ask if you've done yet yeah Um, okay i will say i will leave it at that maze section is the best. May? I don't think I maze. I've... The maze. <gasps> oh, okay. Is the best. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And okay, the boss. Is that all you've been great. playing? Uh, that's all I've been playing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah, I've been playing Control. I also want to talk about Life is Strange season two, episode four. Oh my god. Okay. I saw a trailer or something for this, and my first thought was, "Where's the kid? Why is his eye gone?" Oh, fuck, I have to play this game now, I guess. <laughs> Episode four is 
awesome. Okay. It is so good. Fuck. Um, I've been, I've been enjoying all these episodes. What what was the last one you played? Was one. you only played one? Yeah. <laughs> played one. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I I don't. Apparently, okay, do shit two? went bad. <laughs> yeah. So t- two is pretty low key. Uh-huh. Three was really good, but the the ending of three something cr- like is pretty crazy. Okay. And you're kind of left like, huh? I wonder what's gonna happen there. And then when four starts, it's like because every game every episode is like two months later. Uh huh. Four starts and it's like, wait, it's been two months of this. Holy shit. And just the conceit of like where some of the characters ended up are like not funny, but just like, wow, that is like such a good idea. I am like super curious where this is going to go. I would never have thought of bringing the story in this way. And there's some character reveals that come out of nowhere that I loved. Like there was like two specific points where I was just like, oh shit at my TV screen. Um, I had a lot of fun with episode four quite a bit. Uh, I, you, you gotta be playing this season. Not enough people are talking about the season. I, that's just what I gotta say. I know it doesn't have the characters from season, from season one in it. Um, and I think that led to a lot of people discounting season two, Uh huh. but there is some really cool stuff in season two. I, I think it is definitely worth playing. Sure. Uh, and, and obviously, I don't want to go too much into it because it is a heavy spo- uh, story game. Yeah, no, for sure. So, yeah, that was Life is Strange. Okay. Uh, I can talk. I don't know how much I can talk about Trine 4. I got to play a preview build of Trine 4. Okay. Um, is it more Trine, first of all? It's more Trine. Okay. So what I didn't know. Yeah. So here's my experience with Trine. Mm-hmm. I played Trine 1. Yeah. I played Trine 4. Yeah. That's my Trine experience. That's the way everybody uh, I didn't plays know them. that. Th- three uh-huh. went fully 3d it did yes i did not know that and i guess people must have not liked that because four went back to side scrolling that that's one of the things i remember people complaining about i never understood why but i never played it so yeah looking at screenshots three looks good yeah that's like, what it, i thought it's too. got that like everything is extremely shiny this is a very good looking game mm-hmm. uh three has that and guess what four has that too it cool. is it is more trying I didn't come across anything that was like, oh, this is brand new. It is just, it's more trying. Yeah. It's more trying, and I like trying. And I wish the piece, uh, the Switch ports were cheaper because they are like 10 and $20, and that seems a bit high. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you can get the whole collection. I know, uh, it's, you can pre-order the whole, like all four for like 50 bucks. And I think you can get the first, maybe just four by itself for like 30 think so anyway that game comes out in october i got to play like the first few levels of it and uh, i like trying yeah uh the last game i've been playing is pokemon masters i was actually gonna play this yesterday but i didn't end up so what it what's yeah, the so this is an- this another pokemon mobile game yeah uh looks really good i love the presentation of it okay There's some good looking models it makes me wish there was a pokemon game on my phone that was just a normal pokemon game because the- they can run it so what is this this is it's all it's all battles. Uh-huh. It's a gotcha game, but you're collecting Pokemon <sighs> trainers. Oh, I guess you're collecting Pokemon, too, because when you get the trainer, they come with one Pokemon. OK. And the way it's set up is you are doing three on three fights mm-hmm. and the combat. I guess it is kind of Clash Royale in the sense of you. <laughs> oh, no. Are, well, you're not like. There, there's no lanes you're not trying to like gain ground or anything like that or destroy 
you know, different nodes. But there is a like it is an active time battle in which case like there is a meter coming across the bottom and you can use certain moves that will use up certain amounts of that meter. Similarly to like if I summon this unit, it's going to take two chunks out of the meter. But instead of summoning a unit, you're using Thunderbolt to attack an enemy in front of you. Um, and that's basically it. It's a three-on-three battle. Each of your Pokemon will have anywhere from like one to three moves plus uh, an item that can be used. And you're basically and and then it's just kind of watered down Pokemon battles. Every enemy or every Pokemon has one weakness type. Um, every type of enemy. Every type of Pokemon can attack every type of Pokemon, so there's nothing like normal moves will not affect ghosts. Like everyone can hit everyone, um, and it's and it'll set you up like, hey, you're about to do a, a fight that we recommend you having fire and electric Pokemon. So you just swap out your team so that you have a trainer that has a fire Pokemon and you or a trainer that has electric Pokemon so that you're not at the type disadvantage, and you you do the fights. It's a lot of kind of just mashing the attacks as fast as you can as it fills up so the strategy is not super big Mm. but there is some things of like i gotta make sure i'm targeting the right pokemon because this one's not going to be weak against this one um there's like a super move uh which you want to try and build up your super move by using different actions whether that be an attack or an item so you can kind of like spam a bunch of your items to get that super move faster and that'll do a ton of damage Mm -hmm. um there's a pretty light story mode but there is there is a story that you are going through, which was what I'm playing. And it's like I said, it's fine. I like the presentation of it the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, there was definitely a moment of like, Oh, this is a gotcha game. Ugh. yeah. I do not feel like as soon as you said that I got less in, I might in, uninstall this. <laughs> yeah. Cause like gotcha games they're, they're, it's like they're asking for such a commitment of like yeah. are you ready to just min max the shit out of your life right because you or know there's a money moment. either one <laughs> yeah like this hasn't been too bad so far and i put maybe like two or three not probably about two hours into it i'm still just kind of waiting for like the other shoe to drop where like the way i'm pl- kind of playing it is i'm just going to go through the story but the minute it starts needing me to like grind or like You're out, yeah. keep re-rolling a new character. Yep. I'm probably going to be done with it. Totally. Um, and I just know sooner or later. So, so I'm trying to ignore that part. I'm trying to just play it as is. And I'm having a fun time with it. But like I said, the minute it's like, oh, you, you don't have like the ultimate Brock. Maybe you should roll some Brocks. I'm going to be like, no, I'm I'm good. I don't I don't care about your tier list. The ultimate Brock. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't want to look up what the like go to team is. I don't want to get that invested in this. Mm-hmm. But at the, on the other side, if you wanted to, you could this you could. Yeah. And this is a nice looking game to do it. Like the, I like the music. I like the visuals quite a bit. So this isn't the worst one to do that with. Um, So I don't know. It's free. I would give it a, a try because why not? Uh-huh. I, it, like I said, the first couple hours have been fine. I haven't I haven't been turned off about it yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see how much I play of it. It's an always online game, so I'm probably not going to play too much of it next week. So right. we'll see if I get back to it when I come back into the states. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's fine. It's it's one of the better gotcha games I played. I guess I could say. Cool. 
All right, and with that, let's do... That's all I played. Again, that was Pokemon Masters. Let's do some news. I think at this rate, we're going to post... Or we're going to push the questions to next week. This episode is running long. Okay. Uh, but there is some news to talk about. Yeah. Uh, something I'm excited about is more Shovel Knight games are on the way. Yeah, no, this is great. For sure. Uh, Yacht Club Games did a live stream where they talked a bit more about the games they've already announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, chiefly kind of the treasure trove. Um. Uh, including um, King of Cards and Shovel Knight Showdown, which both got a release date of, or a release window of December of this year. I was really hoping for them to just drop like, and King of Cards is available now. now. And I was going to be like, yes, I have it on my Switch. This is great. Yeah. No. Nope. (laughs) So it'll, that'll be a, that'll be a Christmas trip joint, I guess. Um, And then they did announce a new game, Shovel Knight Dig. Yeah which looks like SteamWorld Dig and that and like that series rocks. That series is very good. Yep. So I am totally fine with people ripping off that series. Yep. I like Shovel Knight. I like SteamWorld Dig. Put them together. Why not? I will play some Shovel Knight Dig. Also, this just makes sense that they're releasing all this stuff because they made like a whole their one game introduced so many marketable characters for like different off shoots and stuff. This makes sense. So I'm excited for more. For sure. Um, in weirder news, kind of, kind of sad news. Uh, continuing the Telltale drama. Yeah. Uh, two men have purchased the name and the IPs mm-hmm. that Telltale still owns, or I guess still had. I don't know. Who, I actually don't know who you even buy this name from. I'm that that I'm confused about. Um. But the two are Jamie Audley and Brian Waddle. Okay. Audley uh, worked on uh, mobile games. He was the CEO of Galaxy Pest Control, which is best known for licensed games based on Duck Dynasty and Power Rangers. Holy shit. Okay, I actually know those titles. Yeah. Waddle's previous experience includes running sales and marketing for the Havoc game engine. Okay tangentially related to gaming sure i guess um they've also said that they are looking to hire back some previous telltale employees on a freelance basis with the opportunity to maybe become full-time okay what's so, the sad part of this i don't actually know what else is so going on. i don't know if this is me being cynical i you know a few this is kind of I'm, i cited it kind of with the kotaku article and how they were writing this okay is this seems like two people coming in they see some fanfare mm-hmm. they bought a name and now they want to sell you stuff with the without having really anything to do with it sure but this stops the stuff from being delisted for people that didn't catch up on any of that stuff I mean, I, I guess maybe they could still delist it, I suppose. <laughs> right. Well, so they do have some of the rights. Like, okay. They, they don't have all of them. Okay. Uh, Skybound bought Walking Dead so that they could finish Walking Dead the final season. Yeah. And that's the moneymaker, right? For Telltale. That's, that that so, was the moneymaker. Yeah. Um, the Stranger Things uh, game that they were working on. Yeah. Went back to Netflix. Yeah, uh-huh. um, but they do have like the Wolf Among Us and Batman, as well as like original games like Puzzle Agent, which I don't know if anyone remembers Puzzle Agent. Oh, but yeah. I like Puzzle Agent a lot. Puzzle Agent is like the first thing I played by Telltale. 
It was one of the first ones for me. True. Or wait, um, Sam and Max, right? They did those. They did Sam yeah, and Max. No, Sam they did and the Max. Strong Bad games. Yeah, Strong Bad. That's right. I think Walls and Gromit were some of their very, very first ones. I never played those. Were they? Good? I never played those okay. ones either. Okay. I don't. I haven't played them. Um, there are other expired licenses that they were that they're looking at. Okay. Um. So again, to me, this kind of feels like a cynical cash so, grab. It, it kind of seems like a feel. Yeah, it feels like a cynical cash grab. Mm-hmm. Also. I hope any of these people that they're possibly giving a job to, I hope they that person has not been unemployed since like fall of last year. That would suck. Yeah. Um, it would also suck being brought on as like a freelance contractor with just the possibility of being full time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just seems like they're they're trying to they're trying to just jump in on properties that people remember fondly. So that they can try and make a quick buck off them, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I I really do not see this as Telltale is back. No, no, no. Uh, the thing I'm totally okay with them buying up the names and like that stuff. The thing about this that does throw me off a little bit is I don't like this. Like we're gonna hire some of them back freelance, and maybe they can have a job like that. I don't like, but I'm okay with people buying ips and like doing stuff with that i don't mind that i mean i guess i mean there could very well be a a a scenario where they're like we're not in a position to offer full-time jobs but this is what we can do Mm -hmm. but i i don't know i like i want to give them the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. but this whole scenario has just been a a complete shit storm (laughs) that i that i i have a hard time believing it's gonna like fix itself in any way and i mean they didn't buy the moneymaker one because they can't so like yeah that's what i'm wondering that's also what i'm wondering what they're planning to do but for me it's a big win if they allow this stuff to be sold on like steam still and all that sort of stuff for people to enjoy in the future we'll see i guess but i i like i just don't see why you would buy telltale at this point when clearly it was a it was a uh, you know, a name that was going under because it did yeah. extremely fast. Like who, like why, why do these people jump in on, on this? Like, I, I don't understand really. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, that mobile Mario Kart game has a release date now yep. of September 25th. Yep. Mario Kart tour. So, so get ready for that. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready too. This is more of a rumor, but it seems pretty yeah. substantiated. Um, Power A, a accessories manufacturer, uh, Amazon listed a Power A Nintendo Switch case that was l- officially licensed by Nintendo and Blizzard Entertainment, uh, and it is an Overwatch. Yep. Uh, Switch case. Switch case. Yep. Um, seems like Overwatch is probably coming to Switch. Makes sense. It does. I don't know if that. I don't know how that would run. Probably the same as Paladins, I would assume, which is I get, okay, but not as good. I, but I don't think Paladins looks anywhere near as nice. That's true. Yep. As as uh, Overwatch. Um, I would be more interested if there was cross play and cross saves. Because mm. um, if I was going to start a new one on any ca- and, and any platform, it would be on my Xbox because that would run better and I'd get achievements. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was cross play and cross saves though i could i could pick up a portable overwatch sure i'm at the point where i'm kind of looking for like any substantial reason to get back into overwatch whether that be like overwatch 2 or 
or cross saves and cross play. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, the fact that it was delisted right away too, this is totally a leak. 100%. This is a fuck up. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think the thing that sold it to me is these images just look official, like yeah. official. Totally. They look nice and stuff. Yep. Um, I do like that the zippers on the case yep. are Joy-Cons. That's really that's good. A nice. That's a nice touch. Yep. I like it. Uh, all right. These next ones are sent in from on our Discord, so I don't fully know them, but apparently Loot Crate is filing for bankruptcy. It lays off workers, but promises to ship remaining boxes. Okay. Honestly, it's been a while since I've heard from Loot Crate. Me too. Um, which I guess that would mean they stopped advertising on every podcast. Yeah, I guess so. And maybe that kind of explained why they are they didn't have as much money anymore. Yep, I'm going to LootCrate.com right now. I just want to see if I... Don't you subscribe to Loot Crate? I used to. I canceled years ago. Oh, well, because of you, they're filing for bankruptcy. Thank God, man. I knew it would work. You're welcome, Internet. Audas- or not Audible.com, you're next. You and Quip. I'm so sick. I'm just sick of all these Ca- things taking over our podcast. What about like a Casper mattress or a Squarespace website? I mean, we're going to we'll work. We got to work up to those. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can still sign up by the looks of it. Weird. Uh, that is weird. I mean, I'm sure they would happily still take your money. This isn't a, this isn't going to happen overnight, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm not really someone that collects small figurines and pins. So loot crates never been kind of my cup of tea. I liked the shirt that they gave you every month. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of getting nerd shirts shirts that I don't know for sure will fit me. Oh, okay. See, the thing like, that threw me off a little shirts. bit is that, like, they weren't always good shirts. And it's like, well, this just is shitty. Like, this is just a dumb thing I don't want to wear. I- right. I, like, I like we get we get these boxes sent to the office. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if they're specifically Loot Crate ones, but we do get some sent to the office for, like, promotional reasons or because they want us to talk about them or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and ha- most of the time, I just look into it, and it's like, I know I, I really don't need like a like a Jaws themed pair of socks or, you know, like a yeah. incredible Hulk pair of underwear. Like I'm I'm good. Oh, I, 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 I've, I have socks at home. I would go with Hulk underwear. The socks were always bad. Like I'm not going to wear. OK, whatever. I have Batman socks with little capes on them. Like, no, that's fine. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying don't but have I'm never going to wear socks. them is what I'm saying. Like, I don't yeah, want that. It's just like I, I'm at a point in my life where it's like I don't have the space for stuff I don't really want. Yeah, sure. Like I need I need to really want something if I'm going to put it like on at my desk. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> and just because this Funko Pop looks like Spider-Man doesn't mean it's going to get a spot on my desk. Sure. Uh I have a Venom mug and a Cuphead mug on my desk. I wanted okay. both of those, so I'm good. Sure. Right. No, I'm I'm sure they have sent some stuff. I bet there would have been stuff I wanted. Um uh, but I bet it was more like Fortnite. One one thing in a year, I would have wanted. I don't need twelve of these boxes. I bet there was a bunch of Fortnite at some point, and that really. stuff I don't want. So, uh, all right, this is, this is probably more up your alley. Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Fuck, Collection announced. I'm so in. Holy shit! I'm so happy. Yes, I'm in. Uh, bring six intense action games to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on January twenty first, twenty twenty. Yep. 
And I'm over here being like, Where, yo, where's my Battle Network collection? I'm with you, too, because I've never played any of those, and a collection would be a great way to do all of them. I played the first one. Okay. Uh, I could, and I wouldn't, I would be down to play some more of this weird card tactics thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm excited about this. This is good. Uh, and this next one, I kind of don't believe big rigs over the road. Racing gets a remaster in 2020. Great. I don't understand why this is a thing, but the, but the big rigs official Twitter account. Why is this a thing? Tweeted that this is coming exclusively for PC coming. I don't, I don't actually believe this. Due to the console's technical limitation, Big Rig's remaster will not be released on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, my God. Fuck Big Rigs. All right. That's a good laugh. I don't believe this is real. I don't think it's actually happening. Yeah, but like, what sure. does that? What does that even mean? Like, is it just up resed? Like, you don't you don't fix big rigs, right? If you fix big rigs, you break it because the only reason people talked about it is because it's so bad. Yeah, like at that point, if you like, if you fix it, you've just made like a really like subpar racing game. Racing game. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess we'll see if this actually happens. Oh, that's so good. This Twitter account is following nine people. I'm, I'm so curious who it follows. It follows Nintendo of America, IGN, Sega, Konami, Capcom USA. It follows a voice actor named Kazena VA. Okay. Why? I'm guessing they worked on big rigs, maybe. If it follows Time Extend, a racing game podcast. Oh my god, alright. It follows someone named Snake the Absol. Okay. I don't know who this is. is and someone named Mudkip Madness 13. Mudkip who runs Madness. a YouTube channel. Wow. I don't, okay. I'm calling shenanigans. Yep. Alright, that's it for news. Um, again, we're going to push questions, uh, because it's getting late here. This show's getting long and I still need to eat dinner. So what's your game of the week? Holy shit. Um, control 100%. Yeah, it's control. Yeah, for sure. It is control. Um, all right. A little bit of housekeeping again. I won't be here next week, but the other two boys will. That is also when the Eagle Island episode is going to happen. Normally, it should have been this week, but we wanted to make sure John would be here. I mean, it's his game. Uh, as as, <laughs> as it is, he's the host. Yeah. So to, so that we didn't have to push it too far away, um, they're going to do it next week without me. Uh, and then, again, in September, you still have tonight to vote for what we should play in September. So go, if you are listening to this live, uh, go check out the Patreon and make sure you vote for that game. Yeah. But until then, I'll see you guys in a few weeks. Bye. Bye.